Forgive my compromised sense of humor, uh, but I did want to answer our host question about who Jude Law is. Uh, he's, he's one of our finest actors, and, and what, what Jude and all other talented actors know is that for every greatly talented actor, there are five actresses who are nothing short of magic. And the Academy's how are we, everybody? How are we? How are we? Hey. This is the uh, maybe uh, fifth Oscar show that we've done. Really? Let's uh, see. 2012. Yep. 2014. Sure. 2015, 2016. Fourth. 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 Wow. Number four. Big four. We Not did uh, the first year we, we recorded the Oscar pre-show. Yep. And uh, all years except for 2013 since then, we've done sort of a year in review. What happened in 2013? We skipped. Well, I think the first year you watched... You watched it live because you were commenting on all the. Fashion. Yeah, it was the pre. Yeah, it was the pre-show yeah. only, though. Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. We and just did the red coffin. The Oscars are a big deal around here. We we always put out a lot of cheese. That's right. I'm looking forward to the cheese we have tonight. We um, always talk about how they should have a subscription service. Yeah, I think we're gonna we'll probably get on that now. No, uh, but but there's new developments. We, this year, this year we've become more efficient in how we distribute oh, true. illegal media. <laughs> well, no, there's new developments actually in the industry. Oh, is that? Oh. Yeah. And developments within Red Cow. You, yes. You start. Well, no, I, I mean, I was just going to reference the fact that um, AMC has finally gotten on board with showing all of the best pictures in that um, in a two-part endeavor. Uh, we saw that when we went to go see uh, Hail oh. Caesar. They had two days you could go see all the best picture nominations. It's true. In a theater, in in order. And it seemed, I, wouldn't, I don't think I'd do it because we pirated them all because we're bad people. Yeah. But... Um, it was cool, and it's finally starting to happen, Frankie. Well, to be fair, any movie that I really liked, I did buy again. Like, okay. I went back, I saw The Martian, yep. I, I bought it, uh, or not bought it, but rented it, spent money. And then The uh, Room, <laughs> I went back, um, Hateful Eight, I went back, I yep. watched it. In we the actually seven- we saw that in The Roadshow. Yeah, yeah, we, we yes, we saw on the roadshow, which um, I mentioned. We mentioned actually when we filmed, but I cut it out. But we'll we can talk about it again. Hmm. Well, the um, yeah, getting a chance to see it in the theater again is not really much of an offer because you could have just gone to see it in the theater. Like when you talk about streaming services, you kind of need streaming to make it worth your while. But um, oh, you're saying like to to uh, you would prefer that they release that they offer a streaming service instead of having it in the theater? Yeah, because if I wanted to see it in the theater. Yeah, I actually agree with you, Emily. I wish I could just pay. Oh, we talk about this every freaking year. I wish we could pay <laughs> an upfront, upfront fee and I could just stream every <laughs> single Oscar thing uh, from that year. And even yeah, even, even if I had to pay for each, definitely. yeah, even if I had to pay for each individual, I'd still do that. But they uh, even like last night, I wanted to see if I could get one more movie in legally, and um, and I couldn't do it. They're they're all for like pre order or something, and I. Well, this year there was a big. Uh, is the word deluge? Yeah. Uh, there, there was a big. Is the word deluge? Well, you tell me. That, that's why is I keep you. Deluge. 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 <laughs> that's why I keep. That's why I keep you around. Uh, uh, yeah. I have. I serve that one purpose. <laughs> uh, uh, there was a big leak. Of, yes. Of Hollywood films, and we were basically able to get all of our torrenting a in. A massive organized leak of them, like in order, day day by day, one after the other. Somebody clearly got the whole set from yeah. uh, from somebody. And somebody clearly got fired, but that's okay. <laughs> well, I think they traced it just to some to some small place, and they said we had nothing to do with it. Hmm. Like, and it was probably before it even arrived there. Like somebody intercepted the packages that's and just 
was stealthy about it. We benefited it greatly. That's how we can get these shows to you. And we're informed. Although it was unfortunate because it was prior to the nominees being released. So it was a lot of predictions. And we uh, may have wasted our time watching crap that we didn't need to watch. Spectre was on there, but it was only going to be nominated for sound design, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Thank God I didn't watch it. Yeah. (laughs) Did you? I I didn't. No, I I didn't either. I didn't either. (laughs) I'm not a Bond guy, man. I, I did see Skyfall, and I liked that a lot. I think did Deacons do the uh, did Deacons do that one? Cinema what, what cinematography? I don't know. Uh, Possibly. Uh, I think. So, do we think that it's not going to happen again like that next year? That there we're not going to have all of these available for our viewing. We, we uh, will at least, we'll, at least not that easily. We'll always find them. It's just it'll be in drips and drab in, in, in drips and drabs instead of uh, in one diluge. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. Uh, we did end up watching a lot of things that weren't top build nominated. So uh, EJ filmed and edited the the video, uh, re- the Red Cow Review Lounge, where for 45 minutes you can hear what we thought of uh, of all of the best picture films. Yeah. And we didn't yes. cover really any other movies besides that. And we watched a bunch of movies besides that. That's yep. correct. Um, oh, but to, to give you the, the update on how we make this easier for ourselves. So John gave us the leak. Mm-hmm. And then I host a server that, that runs Plex. And Plex essentially makes a Netflix interface for all of your torrents. That's right. And it's I beautiful. Just, it's so amazing. And I open it up. So I barely got to watch any last year. Right. Yeah. And, and, I, I, and this year I got yeah, cause last year we just to all of them. Yeah last, <laughs> yeah, last year we just downloaded them like directly off of your yeah, red cow FTP uh, site. FTP we throw them up on an I FTP. It was not very good, and yeah. I could barely watch any of them. It takes time to download them, and you're not streaming them. This made it really nice and neat. And we, we even made an Oscar library, so you could just <laughs> go straight to it. And uh, so you want to be friends with us, is what I'm telling <laughs> you. I think everyone uh, wants to be friends with us. I'm I know. Just, I I'm see just all of our thumbnails and <laughs> log into it, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> we're all here. I know. We're so awesome. Cute. <laughs> I mean, obviously, everyone wants to be friends with us. The Box Mac live stream had 46 viewers. At wow, any- that's Ooh. awesome. Uh, no, it peaked at 52. Oh, Zach says he saw it at 57. That's Ooh, crazy. Shoot. That's like Ooh. 10% Ooh, baby. So um, let's let's dump in. All right. <laughs> <laughs> let's just get. What a bunch of crap. Which is <laughs> basically what we said on the video version, and now I'll say it on the audio version. It's a bunch of crap. Consider this a companion to that. No, to there that. were a couple of good films. Uh, do you want well, to one thing I want to know, because, the... I mean, some of them were you guys were really negative about, but were any of them fun bad? Because the, the really bad ones no. that you guys didn't like, I didn't watch. Yeah. Because oh, really? I knew you didn't like them. Oh, so there yeah. Because no you saw most of them, didn't you? I wouldn't say most. What have you seen? <laughs> I forget now. I definitely saw Room. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I saw Revenant. I saw 45 Years. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about 45 Years. Okay. I actually recommended it to you. Didn't did I? you actually recommend it? I think I just started watching it. And I said, "Is this is this a good one? Is this a bad one? Why are they nominated I thought, for?" I, thought, I think I was describing it to you, and it might have piqued your interest through my description. It was. It's essentially. Who did anyone here watch Forty Five Years besides I, Emily and I? I did not. I but you it, John, it, John, you didn't watch it because no. I thought you were talking about it in Slack, and that's why I picked up on it's, it. It stars Charlotte Rampling, who is going for actress in a leading role. I'll mention that, mm-hmm. but I have oh, not seen okay. it. And she and she caught a whole tub of shit for. Um, 
She was like, oh, I don't know what all this controversy over race is. <laughs> and, uh, like maybe they should just act better. <laughs> yeah, she, she was like, maybe they didn't deserve it this year. And well, look at that. Someone like somebody who is white and who is nominated. That is just an allergy to yeah. the political correctness. <sighs> so um, she they, they jumped down her throat and she had to, of course, apologize because uh, you have to. You have to apologize you uh, if you're in must. that situation, but um, <laughs> especially if you want to win, which you won't because she's no. old. Yeah. Who's going to win? Brie, Al- Brie, Brie Larson's going to win. Brie Larson's going to win. Well, who's the nominoos? <laughs> yeah, John uh, wants to know the nominoodles. Okay. The, the nominoodles are... <laughs> but does that check out the permeate every piece of media <laughs> Yes. <do>? I mean, <laughs> come on. It's our most popular thing right now. You brand everything with noodles we, and box we, That's why you're in the thumbnail. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, I know. I saw that. It was lunch. ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, why me? Well, I mean, be, I play a part in the ensemble cast. Well, because they'll click on you, uh, and I think they are. <laughs> it was either him or it would be Nina in the dress, but it's not going to be me or you. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, I was th- I was thinking about that, but I, I, I settled on the sexier sure. of the two. I mean, sure. oh, oops, sorry. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> um, anyway, the Nama Noodles. So, wait, that, that really does deprioritize <laughs> me at the very bottom. <laughs> well, I, I think I'm below you. Yeah. And then oh, it's probably Zach. Poor EJ. <laughs> Who brings so much. <laughs> um, so the Nama Noodles are Kate okay. Blanchett and In, the, in Carol. the awful Carol. Carol. Did you watch it? I did watch Carol. Carol is, a, is about an older woman and a younger woman falling in love. Yes. And it is by the director of Far From Heaven, Todd Haynes. And this man makes important historical movies that suck. It proved, <laughs> it proved to me that movies about lesbians can be just as boring as movies about. Yeah, why wouldn't people. they be? I, I don't know, but they certainly can be. Any movie can be boring. This this guy, uh, I saw Far From Heaven, which was about a gay man in the fifties. Sure. They're all about the same thing. Yeah, um, I saw it when I was in high school, and I was I, I saw it at the Bijou for two dollars. The Bijou, and uh, and it was just awful. But yeah. I did quite like that theater. Mm-hmm. Anyway, what a piece of shit. Yeah. Well, uh, the next Nama Noodle is uh, Brie Larson in Room. Who we, we talked about on the on the review line. She really rocked it. Yeah, she was great. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, well, I watched it again with Anna last night, and we both agreed it, it's the best performance. Mm-hmm. Like that, If that doesn't win, I there's no faith in the Oscars if yeah. there is. Well, still I don't know if we have much faith anyway. But yeah, yes. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence was nominated for Joy. Uh, who saw Joy? I did not. I heard it was underwhelming. It was like only Nina and I, right? Yeah, yeah. Da- I, I'm, I'm swearing off David O. Russell for a bit. He's a piece of shit. <laughs> no, well, I didn't. Whenever, uh, whenever I see interviews with David O. Russell, he always like talks in this vague uh, platitudes, uh, like, "Oh, we have we bring these actors together, and then magic and happens, just, magic, <laughs> magic, and mad. loveliness." And you're just like, "You don't, you're, you're just bullshit talking." Yeah, I just want to be like, "Motherfucker, you're the guy who." flipped out at Lily Tomlin and Dustin Hoffman on the set of I Heart Huckabees. If you haven't seen that video, by the way, go to YouTube right now and search David O. Russell flip out. And he, it's him losing his shit entirely from the top of his head to the bottom of his toes <laughs> uh, at Lily, uh, specifically at Lily Tomlin, who's like, <laughs> she, she's like, God damn you. Fuck you. You fucker. I don't <laughs> fuck your movie and fuck you. So, <laughs> he's yeah. like, I think it was one of his first movies. Oh no, he had done Three Kings before that, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. where he got in a fist fight with George Clooney. Oh yeah. yeah so yeah. this guy just is, so, it, yeah. So he, 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 <laughs> found, he found a couple well, actors and actresses. The top result is that time David O. Russell called Lily Tomlin a cunt. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah 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 yeah. So uh, he's found a bunch of actors that 
can deal with loosey-goosey bullshit. And that's why you always see Jennifer Lawrence and uh, Robert De Niro, Bradley Cooper. They're always in his movies. And can, and can I say that, like, is it fair to say that he might, like, have a thing for Jennifer Lawrence, kind of? Oh, I think so. How many movies has he done with her in it? Because I know that she and Bradley Cooper have done two movies together, right? This is the third in, the, in a row, actually. It was, uh, okay. it was Silver Linings Playbook, then uh, American Hustle, and now Joy. Yeah. Wasn't there another one? They played a married couple, but she mm. they worked at like a mining village or something. Are you thinking of American Hustle? No. Is, that's not American Hustle. Not American. <laughs> I, think, I think you're right. American I'm Hustle? Not... Do they work in a mining village? I, I'm not sure. Right. You, you, should, you ought to IMDb that because I don't know. I don't know. I I, I'm, I'm looking it up. Oh, he's EJ's on it. Oh, EJ's yeah. on it. What's our uh, best noodles? Uh, let's, let's go. <laughs> Let's go on to uh, our favorite actress. Well, Joyce, Joy was, I should talk about why I didn't like Oh, Joy yeah, yet. yeah, do that. Um, it's about a woman who invented the mop. Uh, the mop? She wow, invent- not she- even a Swiffer or? She, it, well, you know, it's the 50s. It was, um, uh, she, got a cross pro- she got a cross promotion with Kmart. And when you, we meet her, she's in her early 20s. She's a single mom. When the movie ends, she's like in her late 40s and she's like a titan of, of industry. The movie is shot with kind of an inept autism, I would say. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Now, tell me it's not nominated for Best Makeup, because if she doesn't look anything different... No, it's it not, thank God. Fun. She's just nominated for her performance, and it's only nominated... She's only nominated for her performance because it's her, and because it's David O. Russell, and because it's a female empowerment movie. But I think... I don't even think feminists are super into this particular movie. I don't think anybody <laughs> is. I don't think anyone is. I think it kind of flew under the radar. Yeah. It had, I think it had really good ads in, like, I don't know, the magazines and trade magazines. <laughs> Variety. <laughs> and uh, it showed, showed, like... It yeah. showed uh, Mop Weekly. It showed Jennifer Lawrence with some shell dip the field going on. They were like, "Oh, let's let's nominate her." And the, oh, women I, I, drive you. The thing that the thing that made me go from like, "Wow, this is a mediocre movie" to "Fuck this movie," was there's a whole scene towards the end where she plays hardball with like a businessman, and she cuts her hair all. There's that cliche scene where she's like, "Ah!" And she's mad at herself, and she starts cutting her hair <laughs> aggressively. Oh, it's a GI Jane kind of thing. Yeah, and then so all of the publicity stills that you see of her with short curly blonde hair, that's after that event, and it's towards the end of the movie, and she starts walking around all coolly in her aviator sunglasses, <laughs> and it's just a weird foreplay between between her and the director. I swear to God, it is like it's it, it, he's just super into shooting it, and he's like, mm, I love empowered women. Oh, it's hot. <laughs> oh, now living in an area of the country where there is Kmart, where you guys are, yeah. Did they try any cross promotion at Kmart? Oh, like did we walk in and they were like, "Try the new <laughs> Joy Jennifer Lawrence aviator sunglasses." <laughs> I don't. Uh, th- I, if they Jennifer did, Lawrence I brand it. mop. Try but, it out. But recently, jo- Kmart gave John something that was Oscar cross promoted. Yes. What? They, I was there shopping last just last night, and they gave me um, <clears throat> this little little trophy that said, "And the winner is you." <laughs> oh yeah! I put a picture of it on Slack. I, I saw the picture, but I couldn't tell. What was it made out of? Was it plastic it's or was foam. it? It's foam. It's foam. And, and How it felt so strange. <laughs> when there is you. Um, <laughs> At look, Kmart. It, not, just, not, just, not just like it felt, the physically felt strange, but it was so strange for Kmart to give me an award for coming in. <laughs> well, I didn't, I, I didn't even buy anything, Zach, and they gave me the award. I got to pick the color of the award and really, I wanted. Don't they know who they're talking to? I mean... <laughs> Although I would, I would probably, I, I'm so slobberingly grateful for every fan. I'd probably do the same if we owned a store. I'd probably give each and every one of them an award, like <laughs> a Blu-ray. Oh, <laughs> oh, 
Oh my God! Thank you. <laughs> Here you go. But, the, but you was, kind of already do that. It was yeah, so um. It was like a like a still. Yeah, exactly. It's like if you had a failing relationship and they bought you like best boyfriend trophy, you know, like or best girlfriend. Which trophy. I might, I might. Yeah, you know, I'm I'm grateful for those who give me the time. Okay. <laughs> so back to Charlotte Rampling, who we we mentioned with 45 years. So she she, I guess the performance is okay, but the movie was better than the performance. Uh, do you want to talk about it a little, Emily? Since you know it's a novelty that you saw one of these movies. Uh, so in the uh, the Oscar preview episode that you guys did, the roundtable, uh, you talked about bottle movies, right? But you didn't really. Uh, I don't know if you've really explained what that is, and Fine. so that's something with just one setting for the most part. And uh, something like this had their house, which was the main setting. And then maybe they went to town every now and again. They, they really went to town. And uh, <laughs> This movie went to town. <laughs> right, right, sure. And so I should have expected that I was going to be disappointed that there wasn't a scene with a dead girlfriend trapped in ice. So what you have is you have a couple who has been married for 45 years, and they're planning their anniversary party. And... Days before it happens, the guy gets news about his uh, former girlfriend who died mis- under mysterious circumstances while they were out hiking in the mountains. And uh, they found her frozen in a block of ice, which <laughs> I sat there the whole time just waiting. Please, like the- please show her frozen in a block of ice. You wanted to see a smash cut. So I know I should have expected yeah. that because there's no way – that was ever going to happen. And then they do an Encino Man thing. They resurrect. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good they point, though. It's, like, it's one of the best. It's the best special effect in the whole movie. Is it's it called they, 46 this... Years, and this is the second, the sequel movie, where they bring her back to life. <laughs> and she's still, well, they bring the baby back to life, too. Spoiler alert, she's pregnant. Um, which was so funny. I went down to the IMDb uh, chat rooms, and someone was like, did you get the, did you see that she was pregnant? Yeah, that was a huge plot point. Like, yeah. Because over the course of the film, you realize that had this woman not died on this on this adventure that, that she and, and her boyfriend, now the husband of Charlotte Rampling in the movie, if they had if she had not died or went missing, they clearly would have been married. They clearly would have had children. And this woman, after 45 years, who had never had even heard of this other woman, 45 years later is realizing that she was actually the second choice and didn't know that for 45 years. And right, but he's had 45 years to get over it, and this right. is just the first couple of days that she's been hearing about it. And so this is her not having gotten over it. So it, and so it makes a really it, nice drama, actually. Yeah, yeah. and the movie ends and you don't know if she's going to be able to get over it. You don't know if this has changed them. Right. So that I, I found that really interesting, and I think I, I liked – I guess at the end I liked that they didn't show her in a block of ice. And <laughs> it was just about hey, what the if it was dialogue like- and the them looking at each other and you waiting like to see if she's going to come out and be like, "Why didn't you tell me she was pregnant?" What if what if it had been an end of credits Marvel type tease? Oh, oh I would have loved it. Look at that's that. just like a dolly the- shot into the <laughs> block of ice. And then, no audio whatsoever. And the fingers start to move. Yeah, or the dramatic <laughs> eyes open. <laughs> And then, uh, and then no sound effect at all, just <laughs> silent and, no then, audio and then a final studio credit. And then it yes, ends like... and then, and then the film reel starts. Spinning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I, I actually like that movie. It's, it's a, it's a good 
little independent film about old people. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, right. um, and it doesn't stand out. And so it's not, it's not going to win much. No, sorry, but good. It's good not going to win anything. Probably. You know what? It's, pr- it's the second best, uh, performance after Brie Larson. Yep. No. I'll tell you that much right now. Mm. Cause our next one is, uh, on a massa. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, on the massa in. How do you pronounce this name? Cersei. 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 No, I think it's like Shersh. Shersh. Yeah, she she does bear a she bears a passing resemblance to my wife. It's Portuguese. But it's the Brooklyn actress, and we went went off pretty much on this movie. Sucks. Just just to sum it up, it's a boring movie with no with nothing that happens. It's about an easy immigration life. It's terrible. Don't watch it. And it's yeah. four boring women who want a date night. Yes. Yeah. And it's four good sport husbands. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> thanks for thanks for taking one for the team, husbands. <laughs> Just once a year, yeah. she has to indulge in her own awfulness. Yes. <laughs> I mean, God. It's times like this, John's like so glad I'm gay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, did you think she did a bad job acting? I don't know. <laughs> it was acting in that film. <laughs> it's like saying, like, it's like if you if you ate a terrible meal and you were like too much salt. <laughs> like that wasn't the problem, really. I don't know what the problem was. It just but the portions were so huge. <laughs> what? But the portions were so huge. Yeah, right. right, right. Uh, I will tell you this: Does she? It's good. It's good. Does uh-huh. she deserve an actress in leading role nomination? No, definitely not. Definitely not. I would sooner give it to, let's see, Peter Dinklage and Pix Pixels. <laughs> <laughs> but was she the worst part of the movie? Like, if you had to really break down what was wrong with that movie, was she the worst part of it? No. No, no, no. The whole thing it, was the worst part. She's not the least best. Like, the least worst maybe, maybe a better analogy is like you went on a terrible vacation. And you're like, was the plane ride bad? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess. I don't know. Like, no, I don't like being in planes, though. But that wasn't the actual issue. <laughs> so I think Room's going to win that one. Oh, yeah. I, 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 it I, has to, right? It has to, because that's the, that's the only one, right? <laughs> yeah. well, EJ, can I request yes. that you scroll down and the next category we do is a really obscure one? Just oh, just there's uh, oh okay. Let's go to. I want to know about makeup. Do you? So let's go to makeup. makeup. Wait, 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 wait. I don't think there is a makeup. Do they, I don't it? think there is a makeup. Well, no. Makeup and hairstyling. Okay. All right. What are the noms? The noms are Mad Max Fury Road. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. That's um, a pretty good one. <laughs> John and I have the same reaction. Okay. Okay. Yeah, uh, which they I spray painted silver on their mouths. That's right. Well, you guys just talked about movies that you walked out of in the Box Mac live stream. Yep. Uh, uh, that was one I walked out of. Oh really? Uh, Not on purpose. Yeah. Uh, no, on purpose. Uh, I went on a blind date, oh, well, and uh, we were both really bored. And he leaned over and said, "You chose this movie." And I leaned over and said, "You paid for it, idiot." <laughs> and then we walked out. So it was just kind of a bad date, though. No, I didn't like the movie. Either. Really? I mean, uh, yeah. It's not that maybe bad. maybe I need to try it again. But no, I was I was too much so salt. Bored. too much salt. Didn't like the plane trip. <laughs> and then the next one is the 100 year old man who climbed out the window and disappeared i don't i haven't heard this one you know it, it, there's a really interesting fact about this movie <laughs> nobody saw it <laughs> not one of us this is actually the only movie this year that not one person <laughs> saw including the filmmakers including the, <laughs> including the studio including the guy who was in it they didn't watch the final export of the film 
<laughs> well, I mean, the guy who was in it would have watched it, but he disappeared. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, well, very, that's right. very good. It's oh, right paying attention. Baked in. Yeah. Well, apparently, they have ma- makeup and hairstyling. And I think it's like old man makeup. That's what I just saw. Yeah, from the phone yeah. Man. It looked like old man. And there's also <laughs> yeah, an elephant. A very young, sexy, hot guy. But, yeah. And then, uh, but then, he was made up to look like an old dude. The last, there's only three nominees, and the last one is The Revenant. Well, why was the makeup so good? I thought that he froze his lips cracked open. Yeah, I thought he froze his beard off. <laughs> I, I thought that we did this naturally in I, the snow. I thought he, he wore the horse the whole time. <laughs> Who needs makeup? Now Revenant's going to win it. When you can climb inside of a horse's Yeah, I guess dick. Revenant has to win. No, Mad Max will probably win. Mad Max will. I, I would say Mad out of those three, Mad Max. Give Mad Revenant, Max. Revenant, so I, think, I think Revenant. Well, what's with the makeup in Revenant? He had cracked lips. Cracked lips and long hair? And and the wounds? And he wounded himself? Oh, uh, fun fact, those eyebrows were drawn on. Yeah. Between between, um, Horny Joe, or whatever his name is, and... um, (laughs) Horny Joe. And... um, Buffalo Jack. And and what was the other one there? Uh, Sweetwater Canyon. Yeah, you know, these guys. Sweetwater Canyon. Oh, oh, the the dirt... All your favorites. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, the Durf Warrior, the guy who plays metal um, to to drive the the army. Oh, that was um, That motherfucker right there deserves. I don't know. Best music. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> 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 okay. Give uh, us another category, Jay. Randomly, I chose cinematography. Okay. And we've uh, talked about all the movies in it. Um, but what, Except, go through the noms just for noms' uh, sake. Just for noms' sake. Uh, Carol. Mm-hmm. Hateful Eight. Mm-hmm. Mad Max Fury Road. Yep. The Revenant. And Sicario. Well, I didn't see Sicario, but you did. Sicario, which is Robert Roger Deakins, um, it was actually not my favorite of his. Um, it had a couple, like, especially toward the end, there was some really stylized stuff, The how they told the story. Like, there was, like, they went to this, like, cave, and there were some night vision shots with, like, regular shots, and those were really interesting. But other than that, I thought it was pretty boring. Really <laughs> Roger Deakins, one of your favorite cinematographers? I would say so. Yep. Um, What's your favorite work of his? What else has his? he done? Uh, did, did he do uh, American Beauty? Let me see. Um, and then Hateful Eight's in there as well, and, of course, that deserves, uh, you know, a shot in 70 mil. Sure. Or 69 mil projected in 70. Yeah. I believe it was. Um. We saw it projected in 70, uh, although we didn't have a very good experience no. in, in Providence. Uh, but EJ had a really good experience in Boston. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. The, 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 the road show experience, it deserves to be talked about a little bit. Sure. I actually, I liked it. I liked the whole presentation. I loved the intermission. I liked the pamphlet it came with. For those who don't know, Tarantino tried to tried to make it a nice thing that you went out to the movies. Yeah, yeah. And he did that by handing, a, uh, you get nice full-color brochures when you walk in. And you get an extended cut of the movie if you go see it in theaters. And there's an intermission for about uh, 15 minutes. Yeah. And um, it was just super fun. It was really nice. And, and, the, movie, and, the, movie, and the movie rocked. Yeah. yeah. The, 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 it, it was really great. And um, I think the cinematography was was good. And they made a huge deal about using those special those formats uh, and the lenses. 70 millimeter uh, uh, anamorphic lenses. But, I mean, I, I don't think it utilizes them... It's a bottle movie. Yeah, it's a bottle movie, and I don't. I, you like, can only do so much. You can those, only do so much. Those wide lenses, those seventy lenses, are so great for expansive views. And, and it was in a cabin the whole time. Yeah, it was in a cabin the whole time. Is that the one that yes. that's nominated this year that has Kurt Russell? Did you see the other one that he was in this year, Bone Tomahawk? No, no. but he has the okay. same. Because I've same heard, beard I've heard style. comparisons between the two. Because that's also a period piece. It's a western. It ain't Tarantino. And it's horrible. Yeah. God, it's so bad. Did it's in the red it? box right now. 
and it is. I had to turn that off halfway through. Oh, really? Yeah, you because know, I, I could, I could probably uh, watch him eat, eat toast because I just find him so. <laughs> I find him so entertaining. I don't know. He couldn't what it save is. it. No. Yeah, well, this, this, this was, hatefully, if you haven't seen it by now, Emily, you should check it out. It's got a um, okay. a fabulous ensemble cast. Did you see it? No. Fabulous ensemble cast. The Tarantino at the height of his powers. Um, just a damn good movie. And the, the other fun. and and uh, uh, Jennifer Jason Lee was nominated for supporting. I think the, uh, the the movie didn't get the nominations it deserved. I mean, it was the probably the best movie of the year. Oh uh, yeah. What, uh, what deserved that it didn't get? To fast forward to Cinema, if we talk well, about this, it, it, it was my, fa- my favorite movie. Best picture year. and director. Yeah, is yeah. what it should have gotten. Yeah, it should have. Um, and more. Oh, and oh my God, Sam Jackson for uh, best supporting. Yeah, and that has nothing to do with race, by the way. It, it, you just <laughs> really, really deserved it. Really was. One of the, yeah. Oh yeah. The 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 tension they crafted in that movie was so amazing. It was phenomenal. It was like. Tarantino knows how to wrap it around his finger and then let it go and wrap it around his finger and let it go. It's so amazing. He, Nobody does it like He's that. always been excellent at getting you to uh, these really high points of suspense and drama relieved by comedy back up to drama. Yep. He, he, he can jump between notes really fast. And it's it's kind of like almost it's like cliche to hate him. It's cliche to love him. Yeah. yeah. It's like he's such a good filmmaker that it's impossible to talk about him. Yeah. Did you notice that? Like you're uncool if you have anything to say about Tarantino at all. But what it comes right down to is this is one of the best filmmakers of all time. Mm. And, uh, and, and once the hipster cachet of it finally dissolves 50 years from now, people are going to watch Tarantino movies for a long time. Yeah. Uh, so uh, other cinematography, uh, nominees, Mad Max Fury Road deserves it. It deserves it. Absolutely. They did a lot of creative stuff. And I didn't like this movie, as I've said, and it looked great. Yeah. So yeah. I can definitely get on board with that. Well, like what, if they win, I would be okay. What um what won't be pissed. What does a movie have to do to get a cinematography nod? I mean what well, may- these days we've talked about how like every movie looks great. Right. Because yeah. the technology has just come so far that well, except for like an Adam Sandler movie. Yeah. He sh- he shoots that on his yeah. fucking asshole. <laughs> well <laughs> if you look at a movie, I mean I remember like as we were watching The Revenant, um we kind of we kind of could identify like oh that's some very nice cinematography and really all they were was just very pretty shots. Yeah. Although Revenant did go through the trouble of of shooting during Magic Hour only and yes. all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So I think that's probably going to win the Revenant, yeah. which is also not. But did they did that actually add to it? Like if they had not waited for the Magic Hour it, every single day, did it matter? Because I don't I don't think it would have mattered. No. They I think probably could have faked it. Just as good. They could have faked it, and instead they didn't. Instead, they decided to shoot with natural light only, which is an incredible. Because that's just technical something to brag about. Right, it's it's an point. incredible technical achievement, but it's not necessarily anything that enhances the movie. Kind of like Leo's acting, in fact, because <laughs> once again, once again, it's like just because you hurt, just because you're just because invis- you ate a raw liver. Yeah, just because like, you suffered from the art doesn't make the art good. Oh. Well, it's like, dude, you could have pretended to eat a liver and <laughs> shown me how good of an actor you are. So, <laughs> So like I, I'm not impressed by acting that's not actually acting because yeah. you're just act you know but um but Mad Max deserves might deserve the win yeah. because of its ability to shoot moving action yeah it's not just it shouldn't just be about how nice it looks it should also be about well it created a world capturing too. imagery yeah like and, you're yeah. trying to create this post-apocalyptic world. Right. And it did that. Yeah. But it did, it did even more than the color correction and even more than the lensing. <laughs> the fact that they were able to chase around these motherfucking vehicles in oh, the yeah. in the sand with yeah. their cameras and not break anything too much. I know. It's like uh, 
Uh, it did everything like a Michael Bay movie does wrong is where you you don't get nauseated by the act. Well, maybe you maybe there's a lot of action in Mad Max. Towards the end, think. towards the end, my pussy got licked just a little too hard. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, but he does <laughs> like, ah! he does lick your pussy pretty damn good for the most yeah. of it. Though. Oh, I'm 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 coming and I'm coming and I'm coming and I'm coming. But by the end, I'm like we we've got to do something else. We've, we we <laughs> we got to switch positions here. We've got to go get some dinner or we've got to go shopping. We can't just you can't just make me come every yeah. second. Like I know you want to make me happy, dude. <laughs> but we should probably do you and then get out of here. <laughs> Anyway, anyway, uh, Carol, uh, did anybody like the, th- the images in Carol? No, no, <laughs> it looked like a Jolly Rancher. <laughs> I, don't I don't know what that means, but I like. It. I don't know. It just it looked it, like like real soft lensing and and hard colors. No. Yeah. yeah, it was a uh, sixteen millimeter. I think it was the whole movie looked like a like lipstick. Mm. You know. Did anybody see any of the animated feature? Films? Well, I saw Inside Out. Uh, oh, and and Emily saw Shaun the Sheep. Can you speak? I did. I, sw- I just switched to the animated feature. For a movie that has almost no dialogue, it was pretty good. Was it? I mean, those guys are amazing. I love Chicken Yeah, Chicken that's part of, part of it is that it's not meant to have any dialogue. Okay. Cheese, Grummet. We're going to have some cheese What later. are the other noms? Uh, Boy and the World? I saw, it, I saw Inside Out and didn't like it, and I think I'm in the m- minority here. Oh, you heartless everyone bitch. else... Huh? You did you cry? Bitch. Did anyone else? Did anyone here cry? I, I saw it. I don't think I cried, but I, I did feel the feels. Emily, yeah. I cried... I got you a lump. I got a lump in my throat the minute the volcano started singing. <laughs> and I've been like, by, by the way, the the uh, I'll, I'll, you know, movies are about making you feel things, right? So I'll I'll admit to this. Right. Some, I got some feels, but I went and saw it with my brother, who had already admitted to crying the first time he saw it. Mm. And so this was a second viewing, and I'm uh, poking at him, trying to joke around while um, while there's a character who is uh, dying. More or less, you know, mm. spoilers. But uh, and I look over and he's just he's bawling again. Is this uh, Bing Bong? So what? <laughs> Bing Bong? Bing-bong? Yeah. You talking about Bing Bong? I was, uh, I was trying to think of the this name. This is a spoiler Cohen, cast. We don't do care. It, so I was, oh yeah, I was spoilers. How are we? Anything goes. Give it, so apparently, I'm just heartless. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't like it, and I it didn't make me cry. And everyone else I've talked to, uh, men going with their their children. You're a mother. Uh, men going by themselves doesn't even matter. Just uh, lots of people saying that they've cried, and I didn't. But you're, you're a mom. I would think that you would be like, "Oh my God, my oldest is uh, you know things are going to change for them." And oh, uh, you've, you've even moved across the country. This was about a about a family that moved across the country, and the- and you told me that, and I, I went in expecting to feel something, uh, some sort of connection. Nah, you're just hard. like, ah, fuck. Have this. you guys seen the cut that what someone made that they took out all of the the <laughs> like. The, f- the joy yeah. and disgust and whatever and just made it the uh, live action people talking. <laughs> I've watched it. And that. it's like a 16 minute cut of just that. It's just a short story about family. Well, sure, um, but what yeah. is it? What it? The point is the feelings. Yeah. Like that proves no point. No, but it's an interesting exercise. It, it's it's not, actually not bad. Oh, really? Like, yeah, it's, you it's, did, a, it's a nice little film. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. That proves a point. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what I was going to say was, there, you know how Pixar always does a little short film before yeah, before the movie? That there, was, uh, there's, a little, there's a little short about a volcano, and he's got the sweetest, softest face, and he just, <laughs> nobody likes him. It was so sad. And he finally does end up with another volcano, but man, it takes, because he has no power to move, yeah. he, he has to wait for like the tectonic plates it was, to it, move. It, it was, I thought it was very sad. And the I reason, was, like, I, really I uh, read the IMDb chats about this one too, and they were like, do you think that uh, girl volcano is too sexy for that boy volcano? 
Oh, people people uh, assessing the sexiness of uh, <laughs> volcanoes. But well, it's like an interesting like allegory about about life and and being unable to change yourself and all that stuff. Right. It's such a the thing is our our second dog died maybe a week or two after that. Yeah. And his face is the same as the volcano's face. Oh. And every time I hear that song, I just can't keep my shit together. Oh, no. Because it's, it's also, it's about like, I hope someday we can be together. Yeah. I'm going to cry right now oh. on the podcast. Oh, look what you've done to poor Frankie. Where's the tissues? <laughs> um, poor doggers. So uh, I didn't see the the Charlie Kaufman yeah, movie. Yeah, I'm sure it's going to be, you know, trippy. And I think it's kind of I, I think a lot of those noms are just for noms sake. Yeah. Um, I think Inside Out is going to win noms. It, it is weird to have like Probably. this existential cachet. Like, I don't think I've seen ever. the other ones. Yeah. Yeah. Has Pixar, Pixar ever lo- lost? Lose? What's that? Has Pixar ever lost? Yeah, I don't know. But it is weird to see an existential movie next to Inside Out and Shaun the Sheep. I don't know, so. Inside Out was pretty existential. I guess so. It just, yeah. it, it just was, it just was kind of like, it, it the, the metaphor wasn't implicit. It was yeah. explicit. Yeah. Um, all right, so I'm just going to move on to actress in a supporting role. Okay. We talked Jennifer Jason Leigh. Je- Je- Jennifer Jason Leigh was great. She was good. Probably not the best performance in, in the film? movie, though. Uh, Hateful uh, Eight. Eight. Okay, yeah. <laughs> but I'm uh, just scanning the ones I think she might have done the best job. But, oh, uh, yeah. Uh, Ro- Rooney Mara in Carol. Again, I didn't see No. That. I mean, she doesn't Nothing do special. It. There's nothing good about this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rachel McAdams in Spotlight. <laughs> what did she do? Nothing that special. She was. Oh, I see McCann. Spotlight. Okay. Yeah, no. I was. Um, Did you see I was Sp- thinking about. I was thinking about you, EJ. I was wondering what your opinions were on it. <laughs> uh, well, uh, all right. If so, if it's of conflict of interest for you to even talk about it. No, no. It's well. It's <laughs> just that watching the movie the first time, it was kind of like magical because. Uh, Mark Ruffalo like is running through halls that I'm walking in every day. The spotlight room, I can see from my cube. So like, <laughs> so the whole this movie, movie takes place. Recommended to me by by other journalists because I work in a journalist adjacent job. Yeah, and so anybody I know who's an actual journalist was like, it's so amazing. It tells the real story. Oh, shut the fuck yeah. up. I yeah, liked it. No, sorry. We sat we sat on this very couch was... and watched it together and ate Mac. And it's a good day. <laughs> and, uh, and it was, I was groaning the whole movie. You and were. John I, was like, I found a few things to love. Mark Ruffalo's posture. The fact that he is at a 90 degree angle with his posture the entire time. He's nominated for that. Yeah, and, uh, I know. You know can't be posture. Uh, actually, he does yeah, a really no good Oscar job. For that. He, he does Sorry. a really good job uh, mimicking that. Same. The person acts like that in real life. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> he does. He... And uh, the fact that Lee Schreiber did not turn his head at all and would turn his entire body to see the things that he was looking at. Uh, Much I like found that Michael Keaton too. in Batman. <laughs> does he do that also? Because maybe well, I'll watch it, it. The, the cowl didn't have any neck movement, so oh, right. he had I'm to sorry. do a thing. And Michael Keaton's in this movie. I took away that Lee Schreiber was in Batman. I'm sorry. But, well, he uh, was Sabretooth in X-Men, yeah. so. If, if you want to see. Good enough. If you want to see Rachel McAdams in a better thing, I think she did a great job in True Detective Season 2, although everybody hates True Detective Season 2. I didn't see it. Um, I, d- I didn't take away anything from her in this movie. Yeah, I, yeah. Well, right. She uh, barely me, had a role. To me, this nomination is what makes the Oscars a mockery. Yeah, yeah. It's like, she got nominated because of the movie, not because of the performance. Yeah. And because the performance, somebody here tell me how that particular performance is better than anything you'll see tonight on TV. It, it, you can't. Like, it's I the can't same fucking. You. It's just girl, yep. girl talking. It's a, there's nothing there. <laughs> Chair, talking. Chair, Chair talking. talking. Woman speaks. I mean, gets it, nominated for Oscar. Like she, and for the most part, she didn't do any of the heavy lifting. She no. just she would she normally asked other 
yeah. actors questions yeah. and then they perform and they would act <laughs> yeah right all right uh, uh kate winslet and steve jobs i like steve jobs yeah. a little bit you know well the movie okay. i'm not so sure about uh, it was so Sorkin. It was very Sorkin. And I, I do have a little bit of a soft spot. I, I know this yeah, is kind of like, like Social Network 2. It's true. It very much is. I, I, I like, look, and you love The West Wing. Yes, I do. I I have a, a soft spot in my heart for very stylized dialogue. I do. But I have kind of a problem with any movie that tries to tell me that every major milestone in Steve Jobs' life happened oh, yeah. seconds before an Apple Yeah, it's it's stupid. <laughs> and the, dra- the drama... Well, the drama's kicked the, way the up. The drama gets, like, melodramatic. Wait, uh, oh, it does. It yeah. does. But I liked it's, it. <laughs> Fassbender, Fassbender, it might be one of the best performances of the year. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's really awesome. Win- he's Kate Winslet? Uh, Nina and I kept trying to figure out if she had an accent in the movie or not. Because at any given scene, she was like Danish and then French and then English. Yeah, I wasn't really sure what her her her. Wasn't there a Steve Jobs movie that had Ashton Kutcher yeah. in it? Yes. Did you guys see that one as well? No. I uh, no, but we. I really want to. I downloaded it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I want to see like what the to, Ashton like Kutcher version see is. See a comparison, yeah. like who you thought he... was the best Steve Jobs? Whose jobs in harder? Uh, I can guess that it's Fastman. <laughs> Do you want to know who did the better job? Oh, yeah. Who, who yeah. does a better job? Okay. Uh, but the uh, there was a third Steve Jobs movie last year too. It was um, oh, really? uh, Pirates of Silicon Valley. Is just that fascinating? Oh, like, yep. does anything happen that is so fascinating that you have to make three movies? <laughs> well, he died, and that's probably what inspired it. It's kind of like when, like that pair of Truman Capote movies a couple of years ago. Oh, and he had neuroendocrine tumor <laughs> cancer, which uh, I'm wearing a shirt to support right now. Actually, <laughs> yes, neuroendocrine blocked up. I have those shirts. We bought a couple of them. We're not heartless. We, we, we cry at volcanoes sometimes. <laughs> anyway, Kate Winslet was okay. She was so. <laughs> Kate Winslet. She got nominated because she's Kate Winslet and because of the movie. Uh, there are better female performances this year. I just can't think of any. And who's last? Uh, Alicia Vikander, Danish girl. Who was in two films this year. She was. Oh, the, I did see that. <laughs> she was the girl in Danish girl. Oh, not the girl. Um, <laughs> she was. A girl. The proper girl. <laughs> uh, proper girl. And she was, um, she played the the robot in uh, Ex Machina. Oh, she was great in that. Uh, yeah. I, um, I thought she was very good. Uh, and I, I. I think she should win it. She did a great job for a not so great movie. Yes. Yes. Um, although not a bad movie. This this is this comes from um, uh, what is his name? Todd Phillips. Mm-hmm. He directed uh, Les Mis. He directed The King's Speech. Yep. Um, and he's a he's a talented filmmaker. But he um, and actually, you know what? The set production on this thing is pretty good. But mm-hmm. and, and and I guess what's his face is good too. The Eddie. Yeah, Eddie Redmayne. Um, I just don't know. I just. Sometimes movies are just too important. Yeah, it didn't. Fit, <laughs> it, it didn't fit together for me that well. It it, it did. It was a, ch- a bit of a chore to watch. It was. Um, but Do she you find was, the casting of Eddie Redmayne to be hateful in any way? Because uh, like any movie I watch, I'll go to IMDb and look at the message boards, and lots of people were offended that there wasn't someone closer to a transgender woman, I guess, to uh, cast. Well, they probably. Oh, come on, no, he was, he was a great <laughs> choice. This is, I, this is one of those I've talked I about this on a, on a I've talked about this on a past Hawaii, but this is one of those difficult things where it's like you had Audrey Hepburn play an Asian in like the 60s or something. Yeah. And people uh, were, that was Mickey Rooney. But OK, I no, think she I did, no, she did. Too. She did, too. They both did. Did she really? Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, you can find some pretty racist shit out there. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and, and naturally, people are offended because you have the one time you have an Asian character, you could have cast an Asian actor and you didn't. Yeah. Uh, the same thing has been said for for black characters, although no, sure. nobody does blackface. So but this kind of comes into like imitation of life. Have you seen that one? Yes, I have. Uh, yeah, I've seen both so, versions of the 30s and the 50s. Oh, thank you. Uh, so how are you going to find someone who is 
African-American in background, mm. but can pass as white and is white enough. Yeah. Like, how are you going to find someone who fits this demographic and that's exactly? The, that's the exact problem uh, I have with And this Rashida film. Jones wasn't born yet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But nobody had a problem when Sean Penn <laughs> played a, a, a mentally handicapped person. Nobody had a problem right. when Sean Penn played a gay guy. Or or Leonardo DiCaprio playing um, in What's Eating Gilbert Grape. Sometimes, yeah, right. Sometimes people consider these performances to be brave and amazing. Yeah. Sometimes they're considered hateful and... Well, but, I think it was brave that Robert Downey Jr. played a guy who underwent negroplasty and tropic thunder. Well, because, everyone loved The reason he didn't catch thunder, any shit for that was because that was the joke. It was a parody, yeah. yeah. get away with it. Sorry. I'm just talking on top of you. I'm sorry. What did you say? Oh, I was saying that everyone loved Tropic Thunder and everyone loved him in it. Because he... But there's so little blackface that you could get away with. Yes. Like I said in the video... The one blackface performance that you can get away with, you're never going to get away with that again. It, 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 this stuff is obviously complicated and... and, and, and there, in the case of no this rules. particular film, I mean... How many transgendered actors are there who could who could have played the role well? Well, to Emily's right. point, but you have cast a woman instead too. To, I think that was that's a question. To Emily's like, point, I thought he looked great. I thought he was feminine enough to get away with it. Yeah. Um, and I had just seen uh, the movie he was in the previous year uh, about uh, Stephen Hawking. Yes. And oh, yes, yes. I had just, I I had just watched it a few days before. Jupiter and he was great in that too. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think he was. I think he's a very talented actor. Um, yeah. You know, they, in in this case, he kind of got stuck in a film that wasn't all that that great as a mm. piece altogether. But I still, think he's good. It looks like he's he's going to be Todd Phillips's. Uh, I, I really hope I'm getting the name right. I don't know if I am. I I, I think he's going to be this this director's um, uh, like go to actor because he was in Les Mis as well. Yeah. Uh, I kind of like uh, sometimes I like to watch the career of directors and watch them assemble their ensemble. Yep, it's kind of fun. Was I right? Which uh, who's no, the director that, of this? That was the director of, Limit. of the Hangover. Oh, apparently, the oh shit! <laughs> Todd Phillips is not at all the right guy. Todd Phillips is the guy who directed like Wait, like old school and ha the Hangover, and he, he's a fucking hack. <laughs> and now here's his Oscar nominee. It's I'm gonna, beautiful. I'm gonna it's a beautiful feel story. As soon as I know the name, Tom Tom Hooper. Tom Hooper. I don't know why I said Todd Phillips. <laughs> Uh, I actually parodied him in the zombie yeah, cartoon, but anyway, uh, moving on. Um, actor in supporting role, Christian Bale in The Big Short. Excellent performance. Yeah, very good. Uh, very good. Have, you he was, said they never, uh, I didn't make it the whole way through, but you said they never really point out that he's autistic, right? right? Yeah. And 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 it's I don't even necessarily know any autistic people who act like this. And yet it was somehow clear that he was autistic. Yeah. I, and I it takes a little bit really of subtlety to portray really that. Yeah, it was really competent portrayal. Really yeah. awesome. And he was... Also kind of cool. Like he was yeah. kind of a cool guy. You would want to be that guy's friend in real life. There was nothing kind of like impeding him, uh, but he was clearly. Should we have gotten like a cool autistic guy to play him? No. <laughs> I can oh, think of a couple. It's called acting. It's called acting people. <laughs> well, good, excellent point though, right? Like if, like if Eddie no, Redmayne's a big problem. I cool autistic people. Sorry. No. Uh, I bet they they were hung up whether Eddie Redmayne should be in the best actors. It's like I'm sorry, there's not Probably. a lot of there's not a lot of top earning movie stars who are also autistic <laughs> or transgender. We're sorry, we're gonna cast movie stars. We I'm yeah, we're sorry. That's what, people, that's what fills seats, people. Yeah, no, we're well, not gonna cast extras. I yeah. mean, what it comes down to is extras. acting. I think I I think Frankie and I talked about uh, an audition that my husband was going on where he was auditioning for a short film that didn't have a lot of dialogue, and he said. I can't really do something that doesn't have a lot of dialogue. I'm, you know, I'm supposed to what? Use my my instrument? I mean, please. <laughs> like that's that's what you're supposed what to do. What am I to do? do? 
<laughs> Use my expressions and my hands. Uh, the, the great Tom Hardy in The Revenant. The one thing good you can say about The Revenant is Tom Hardy's in it. Well, I yeah. I, I liked. Did the Whitey Bulger one get any nominations at all? No, I did watch it some did of that. Not. It's one it of my one of my favorite movies of the no. year. Johnny Depp did an amazing job. And, um, and, and everybody was crapping and, uh, on him. What did you guys think of his makeup? Because apparently that didn't make the makeup list I either. Loved it. I I, uh, I liked it. It was a little distracting at first for the, me. The only reason not but, to not to like it is because you already know what Johnny Depp looks like. Otherwise, <laughs> or otherwise yeah. you you wouldn't criticize it. if you if this was the first time you ever laid. Does eyes anyone on Johnny Depp. really know what Johnny Depp looks like? I think that was I thought that was his thing. Well, that's a good no. point. I mean, I've, <laughs> I, I've I've seen Nightmare on Elm Street. I know what he looks like. <laughs> he does look like Jack Sparrow most of the time. Yes, he he, he looks like a gay Jack Sparrow. <laughs> But uh, here's the thing, Frankie. He's, he's top build. I know it's Johnny Depp. Sure, so sure. when I'm seeing this guy, I'm I'm seeing all of all of the I'm seeing the paint upon. I know, but should the filmmaker be constrained by your cultural like knowledge? Uh, uh, no, but I'm I'm saying. But what I'm saying is, it was distracting at first because sure. I live in a world where I understand references to other things. Sure. And so, <laughs> but but, but then his performance was good enough that I looked past it. Okay, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. I only brought it up because of uh, Double Tom Hardy's. Hmm. Well, Double Tom Hardy's was in um, that other movie there. The what, what the hell was it called? That didn't get nominated for anything. Was he in another Tom Hardy one? Well, Tom Hardy wasn't Rednet. in Black Mass. If that's what you're at, getting at. Oh. Oh, you're freaking. We're watching right a now. very different movie. He was, he, he, he was in. He was in a movie where he played uh, twins. And now oh. I now I forgot oh, what it was called. I watched some of that too. <laughs> but uh, uh, Tom Hardy was not in Black Mass. <laughs> What, yeah, why didn't they just cast real twins? Why did they cast real autistic twins? <laughs> autistic twins? <laughs> yeah, real autistic twins. Transgender. They just count. <laughs> uh, but anyway, Tom Hardy was really good in Revenant. Yep. I think we talked about that. Ruffalo. Um, Ruffalo. Mark Ruffalo. What uh, milk toast. As the whole show. movie. So, all right. I'll say this. Even though he does a good impression of the of the uh, real journalist, I don't think it was appropriate. <laughs> like, I don't think it was... Like, it looked goofy. He, just made me he played a normal guy super well. Yeah, he played... He play- <laughs> <laughs> it, it's it, it's like when you go over somebody's house and they do an impression of their friend you never met. You're like I don't know, <laughs> like he's all like this. But uh, so I, I I think it was inappropriate, especially given given the movie, and um, I, I just think it was goofy. Yeah. Uh, moving on, <laughs> uh, Sylvester Stallone. We talked about Grandpa Eyes, uh, Mark Rylance. Uh, uh, I I want to know about Grandpa Eyes. I need more information. He didn't. So do this is just. He just makes eyes. He he's like sad and he talks like really quietly and he's like, oh, I'm. Is there a lot of eyebrow work involved here? Well, he just <laughs> perma- he permanently has the the like really sad looking eyes, and he was only nominated because he's old. <laughs> <laughs> he's not gonna win, and because the movie needed some nomination. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah, it needed a nomination. He he looked like an I old. I think he does man. a Russian accent in it. You know? Yeah. No, does he? I, I don't know. He was, he, Sell it. He was he was doing. He's supposed to be oh, like yeah, a spy, yeah, so yeah, you don't get right. a, a regular accent, uh, a regular accent, American accent. <laughs> and Sly, wow. Sly for Creed. Um, you really like tell? that film. Uh, a lot of people do. That's a, I, I do. People's favorite one of one of the best of the year. Yeah, but I, I don't and this know. is the highest nom it gets. So and you so know, compare when compare Creed to the new Star Wars, like where you take an old story, mm. but you want to take new characters and create something new from it. Yeah. Like, how do you feel that those two mm. compare? Obviously, I, Star Wars is not in. Yeah, well, they're very similar. Though. They're Oscars. very similar. I mean, at this point, Rocky, the Rocky saga is kind of like a comic book story yeah. where it's kind of like mythology. Yeah. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's about uh, the triumph of somebody over adversity. And it's it's about passing to the new guard and. 
but but Sly came with his full set of tools on this one. He was like, I'm going to be this is the first time Rocky has ever played a supporting role in any of these movies. And I'm really so gonna give similar it. also to Harrison Ford right. and yeah. Harry Fisher, right. where he's got a he's got a pretty small role. Does he does he die? Uh, he does not die. Um, oh, okay. I'll go ahead and uh, because look, Rocky doesn't <laughs> die. Um, but uh, uh, unlike, see, Harrison Ford, a lot of people yeah. really loved him in Force Awakens. I wasn't mm. super impressed. Uh, he was serviceable. He's definitely he was okay. better than he like, did his job. Any of his Indiana yeah, Jones Carrie Fisher, Carrie Fisher of course, was a joke. Yeah. Um, but but Sly might have given one of his best performances of his career. It was actually surprisingly subtle for yes. Sylvester Stallone. And look, if here talking about movies where you cry, like this is a guy you like I, I teared up. Definitely. There's something really sad about the story about of somebody who peaked 30 years ago. What? You know, he had the best thing that ever happened in his life and it was good. Happened 30 years ago and since then he's had a wife die. He's had a best friend die. His son doesn't really pay much attention to him. He's, he moved away with his wife. Uh, he has a community that, that glorifies him as a celebrity, but he's not intimate with anyone. And, uh, and, and everything about his life from the restaurant that he manages to the memories he talks about, it's all in the past. There's nothing looking forward. There's nothing coming up. And you know, uh, look, spoilers. Uh, he comes across, he's diagnosed with a terminal illness and he goes, well, I'm not going to get chemotherapy. I'm gonna, if you're gonna spoil, just spoil. What's the what's the terminal illness? Well, it's cancer. Oh, uh, it oh, and, and he uh, he just decides I'm now not gonna. I know. He decides I'm, why would I get treatment? Uh, everything that's ever happened in my life is behind me. I, I'm I'm on borrowed time. Uh, like I'll just die. And he has this new relationship in his life, Apollo Creed's son. That uh, that is the thing that's coming up. That is the thing that's for, you know that's that's forward. And, um, and so they kind of, they save each other sort of, you know, yeah. it's one of those stories. How do you, how do you like, uh, Michael B. Jordan's performance as, uh, as Sur- Adonis serviceable to good, um, but not excellent. Yeah. yeah you know, I agree with that. Not like a plus, not sly. Is he like, is he up and coming? Cause we've seen him in other things, but they've been mostly jokey things. Wouldn't you say? I mean, like there's been some comic book movies, the right? Fantastic Four. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and, uh, Chronicle. I saw which it. Was... I'm not going to admit to it, but I've saw, I've <laughs> we, seen it. we saw it together. Yeah, yeah I know. Right. Let's just admit it. <laughs> um, you're awful. Did, have you seen Friday Night Lights? No. Well, you, you, he, have, you saw it. Yeah. He's, he's, he does. Oh, he, I'm sorry. The movie or the TV show? Cause I've seen the TV show, not the, the movie. The TV show. Yes. Because he plays a similar role in the TV show where he's uh, an up-and-coming athlete and uh, <laughs> an old white guy <laughs> like trains him into being <laughs> a better athlete. So yeah. I, I, I like I like Kyle Chandler. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I mean, he's not old, old, but he's <laughs> yeah. older than he is. It's obvious right. that that's what that particular person needs. Is an old <laughs> yeah. Which is it's it's just a funny trope that it's like oh wow okay. I mean, th- but does this now set him ahead that we're gonna see him in like future Oscars? Like, is he a serious actor now? No. Do we believe in his chops? Oh, oh, Michael B. Jordan. Oh, Michael. I don't yeah. know. I think he would not he would. Kyle Chandler because girl please. Oh, I thought maybe you meant Sly because I think Sly should oh. really put it because Sly has a bad habit of doing something excellent and then with the success doing something stupid. <laughs> And then needing to crawl all the way back up the mountain and then drop back down the mountain. Like he does Rocky, then he does Rambo, then he does Don't Shoot or My Mom Will Kill You or whatever. (laughs) Stop or My Mom Will Shoot. Then he's like, okay, Rocky Six. And people are like, that's going to suck. And then it's great. And he's back on top. So he's like, Expendables One. And they're like, okay, I guess. And then Expendables Three. And and he's got to come all the way back up. Where does Expendables Two fall in there? There had to be one. it, it's one of the rungs on the ladder that his head hits upon <laughs> while falling. Um, and, it, <laughs> and now, I like that. Now, Creed. 
And uh, okay, moving Let's, on. Uh, so, so you're predicting something, Oscar predictions, right? You're predicting something shitty coming from him, for him, from uh, him. I, I think he should he should hang it up, retire entirely from entertainment after because that he will or never do a better. There's going to be a Rambo that. Seven He's or a the, Stop or My Mom Will Shoot too. Right. So who who do Gotta you be careful? Who do you guys think should win out of all the actors in supporting roles? Sly. Sly. Yeah, I don't think he will though. I'm gonna go uh, for Tom Hardy myself. You yeah. think he should win? Or he, or you think he's gonna win? Tom Hardy? I think he should win. Oh, okay. Who's gonna win? Who's gonna win? Yeah, that's the question, really. Oh. It'll probably be Sly. Which which I guy think do you think went yeah. beyond himself too? Because Tom Hardy, I think, was not Tom Hardying around necessarily in the Revenant. Like no, a lot of people have that. said that they Tom just didn't Hardy even recognize him and had to keep reminding himself themselves that he was Tom Hardy. Yeah. So he went beyond himself uh, in would, as that I, guy in the Revenant, whatever his yeah. name was. Uh, Leo. Uh, um, I, I, I would say the same thing with Christian Bale. Sorry. I would say the Christian Bale went beyond himself as well. Christian Bale would be a great win. Uh, but um, you know, the guy, the guy will give us many more Oscar worthy performances. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This, this is it for Sly. I, I think, I think he will win, mm-hmm. but I think Has Tom Sly Hardy had an Oscar before. Uh, he, he won best picture for Rocky, uh, mm-hmm. as, as a writer. Um, but he's never won a, a, a acting nomin- uh, acting mm-hmm. award. Do you find that the uh, Academy does that very often? Does it as a favor? Like, I because if he's never had an Oscar for himself, do you think they would ever do it as a favor to him? I think, like, Scorsese won. He need, just needed to win one eventually. <laughs> I think and they definitely do it for nominations. Yeah, nominations, they they'll give us gifts to, pe- to movies yeah. that they... I think it's, like, your way of saying... Um, you know, did something cool. Like, if, 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 if... We've talked about this before, but if Leo wins for Revenant, he yeah. didn't win for Revenant. No. Yeah. He, won he, for won Le- for he won for Leo. He won for a career. Um, and, and Do you think that's going to happen? Yes. Because it's a huge meme. Well, we're about to talk about it. It's been going on for a while. Oh, I'm sorry. Excuse me. No, no. Please. Actor in a leading Spoiled. role. Well, I mean, let's talk about Leo really quickly. Uh, we already talked about it a little bit. A lot of grunting, a lot of not really acting. And I don't understand why you got the nomination, but I do think he yeah, would have Yeah, acting that is only reacting. Yeah. By far his least impressive performance. Yeah, he's yeah. done much better work. Yeah. Uh, he and did great in, um, what was it last year's? Um, Wolf of Wall Street. Wolf of Wall Street. Oh, great film. And he was really good in it. Uh, moving on, just because we talked about him in the other video, yeah. uh, Michael Fassbender. Steve I think he's the best one in this lineup. For I, uh, I think yeah. he deserves it. I, agree I don't think he'll that. win though. What what a weird! I think he was a super strange casting choice for Steve Jobs, and he nailed it. He nailed it. I I believed it was Steve Jobs. That's yeah. one of my favorite performance things is when somebody unlikely gets cast. Yep, and then they nail it. That's yeah. Uh, jo- Johnny Depp is that for Whitey Bulger for me? Oh yeah. Like why the fuck should Johnny Depp do a good job at that? But he yeah. did. Damn it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, well, there's a. There's like the People versus OJ show, and I guess um, is oh, the have opp- you seen any of that? No, I've I haven't. But apparently, it. apparently, it's the opposite of that where Cuba, Cuba Gooden Jr. was an unlikely cast for OJ, and he's not really nailing it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, oh, so he's the least OJ OJ you could have gotten. Yes, yeah. yeah. Which is difficult because you do want to pick good actors, but you also don't want to just do like you know a, a parroting of the real person. That's right. And I think Michael Fassbender, like I think, does the best job of that. He he doesn't do a parroting. He doesn't. He. It's not like Ashton Kutcher where he kind of looks like Steve Jobs. Yeah. Um, right. They say which is probably the only reason he was picked, right, in the first place, because it's it's Ashton Kutcher you're talking about. He's not really a respected, dignified actor necessarily. Yeah. Not, at, right. all. not uh, at all. He tried with the butterfly effect. Remember that movie? <laughs> <laughs> I like that movie. <laughs> we, we and he wakes it. up with only I one like arm. Yeah, yeah seen I've it. seen better. You've, you you were around in 2002. Um, but the, it was, right. <laughs> but uh, just one quick thing about Fassbender. 
Kind of like what you were saying. He did not imitate Steve Jobs. He performed the essence of Steve Jobs. Like he, Embodied. What's that? Embodied. Yeah, he, he... I'm just supplying words here. He kind of... He <laughs> kind of thesaurus like, open. He took, he, he, he took what it is that must have been going on in Steve Jobs' still. psychology, and you see that come out through the performance. It's yep. not an imitation at all. They Like, if you took off the costume, they wouldn't necessarily sound alike or look alike. No. But they do act identically, pretty much, and that's really that's really impressive performance. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eddie Redmayne, Danish girl. I hear that he's the he's the big contestant against Leo. Like, well, unless Redmayne gets it, but I don't think he's gonna. I don't think he. Yeah. I think the nomination would that, here would that be a favor, like just kind of a a gesture toward well, the. You, well, no, maybe. He, he, got last year. Like, he got it last year. Look at how Jared, accepting we are. But Jared Leto got it for. Um, for that movie with with uh, Dallas Buyers Club. Dallas Buyers Club. Uh, yeah, that's right. And, you know, he made a horrible mistake by not saying, like, ain't it great to be transgender or something? <laughs> like, he didn't, in his in his uh, award speech, yeah. he didn't say something. By the way, did, who told me that this year, somebody linked me yeah, to this. Yeah, oh, yeah. They, they're doing the thank yous on the bottom. Oh, thank God. By. I think that'll make it go faster and I mean, better. And we're going to see more Junior. embarrassing you causes. Over so for those who didn't hear, uh, the, yeah, this year they're going to scroll the thank yous at the bottom. Instead of uh, that way, nobody has to thank anybody. Is that expected to make a difference in the length of the show? Well, it, at least the length of the speeches will be about substance and about ideas and not about. Mm-hmm. So there may might be more disaster speeches. Ooh. Either yeah. that or maybe they'll just give their thank yous anyway. Like, yeah, they might. Bucket. And, and they'll probably shoehorn some sort of cause in there. There'll be lots of those. Uh, Support I want animals for president. I wonder. <laughs> 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 I hope somebody does that. I wonder how bad the wage gap is going to be this year. Yeah. <laughs> Every year it widens. I know. That's right. I wonder how many people in the audience have been raped this year. Oh. <laughs> like, please don't say this all too podcast. soon. Too soon. <laughs> it's like advocacy <laughs> stats. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, Eddie Redmayne. Uh, Matt Damon, the Martian. Well, he played Matt Damon on Mars. Yeah, I, I don't think he's... He, he charmed me throughout it. I know, he, he was... He deserve the... Um, I, the... I saw The Martian. I, I liked it, but I don't know that it um, it feels the same as a lot of these other movies we're talking about that are basically Oscar bait. Yeah. Uh, it felt like a movie they meant to make anyway and just happens to be nominated. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's one of those things where while, you know, like, Brooklyn was horrible, like, I couldn't blame the plane ride... I think Martian was good, but I don't think I would. Bl- I don't think I'd be like, "Oh, that plane ride was great." You it know, was, like, it wasn't on the shoulders of Damon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Glad I booked that hotel. Yeah, the, ho- the, ho- the hotel made the vacation. Yeah. yeah and, Isn't uh, there a movie industry term for someone who's able to do everything? Like they're they're just so amazing that mm. anything thrown at them doesn't phase them at all. I've mm. I've we, heard a terminology for this, but he kind of felt that way to me. Well, I just happen to be a botanist. Right. Yeah. It just happened to oh, be. Yeah, you're thinking of Mary the Sue. Best NASA Mary Sue. You're thinking of you've ever seen. You're thinking you're thinking of Mary Sue. There you go. Yeah, uh, and so it, that that was a term that nobody had ever heard of except for maybe fan fiction people. Were in you in red letter media? Were you right? overpower well, yeah, Max Landis, John Landis' son, oh, uh-huh. who who is uh he often set, puts his foot in his mouth on the internet and and social justice warriors hate him for it. Uh he said, hey, I think Ray from Star Wars was a Mary Sue. I've heard that too. Is it gendered necessarily? Can a guy be a Mary Sue? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And okay. uh, it, because I think that that's 
That's what Matt Damon's character is. Again, he was Max Landis when he said that was saying it kind of tongue in cheek because he knew it was a fan fiction term. And then what right. happened was a lot of anti-feminist people were like, yeah, she's a damn Mary Sue. And they didn't know what it meant. <laughs> yeah. And, they, and he was like, oh, guys, no, shh. Like it's a, it's a fan fiction term. Uh, and now, and now if you say the term, if you say Mary Sue aloud, you're a sexist. <laughs> that's currently how, that's how things evolve on the internet. That's mm. how it goes. Well, because I can never keep up with uh, what makes me sexist. And what doesn't. I can, cause I, I pay very close attention. Uh, <laughs> Brian Cranston and Trumbo. Hey, nobody loves Brian Cranston more than me. But but I, I wasn't that sold on, but this was an HBO movie. Essentially. Yeah. 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 And and uh, I, well, I like Brian Cranston. I'm, I'm glad to see him in, pushing into the Oscars in this league. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he deserves it. I mean, he's got what four Emmys? No, three. Four, Is there ever yeah, a situation four. where a TV personality like Brian Cranston George Clooney. is okay? Well, I'll just I just won't ask because he went from he went from ER to <laughs> George Clooney. You know. Facts well, of life? where people are so impressed with their TV really? work that they want to give mm. them an Oscar because they were so great on TV, is oh, what I'm saying. Like, oh, is there a chance oh, that he's oh. going to win the Oscar because people love his Breaking Bad work oh, so I'm much? I'm sorry, I assumed your question too quickly. Or I thought you were saying, like, somebody that went from TV into Oscar, you know, the Oscar arena. But what mm -hmm. you're saying is, like, where they kind of want to help him out because they love Breaking Bad so much, you know? <laughs> right, yeah. well, where it's kind of like where we were talking about Leo's Oscar, that if he gets it, it's not going to be for this. It's because mm. of his previous work. Like, yeah, interesting. if he gets I can't it think for of Trumbo, another... is it because he was in Breaking Bad? I can't yeah. think of another example of that. Then again, I can't think of another show as good as Breaking Bad. Yeah. Mm. And now Better Call Saul. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Love it. Love it. Uh, eat, uh, eat, eat it uh, shit. Do they think Frank Hanks is going to be it. What? Is Brian Cranston going to show up on that eventually? Is that what they're thinking? Or? I think so. No, I, don't I, think I so. would. I would be. Surpri I'd be surprised. If, I'd be surprised if the entire series concluded and he didn't make one appearance. But mm -hmm. uh, I, I think that they're going to really have to think about how they want to do that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so who do you think would win actor and leading role? Leo? Do you think? I, I think it's Leo. Well, um, oh, very clearly. Yeah, but I, I think, I think it, it should be Fastbender. Yeah, I think it should be Fastbender as well. Yeah, mm -hmm. but I think Leo's going to win. Or uh, long shot. So obviously, there's a lot of politics playing a part, right? Yeah, like it's sorry. never just going to be about this role in this, this movie, and it can never just be Michael Fassbender was the best actor. Well, no, because if these were about what the best movies this year were, it'd be a totally different list. That's right. Yep. Uh, um, let's move on to directing. Um, let's see. Big Short, Mad Max, Revenant, Room, Spotlight. Be the the best directed film in that bunch, in my opinion, is Mad Max. Yeah. I, I agree with you. I, I think but George this, Miller. This isn't a really strong list. I thought there were better directed yes. films out there. That, Hateful Eight. Yeah, Hateful, Hateful Eight. Uh, Hateful Eight. Um, Ex Machina? Ex Machina was great. Very well directed. What, has, well what has Quentin Tarantino gotten for Oscars up to this point? He's like, won, He won for Pulp Fiction and he won for um, Django Unchained uh, writing. <clears throat> now, is this uh, just more politics at work? Like, has he had his turn? I think so. And, yeah. 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 And, and also... Some, some people don't look at Hateful Eight as a good Tarantino movie. Yeah, a lot of people don't like it. It's kind of not super, super well-reviewed. Yeah, well, is he just past his time? Because like we were talking about how uh, once the hipsterism wears off, that people are going to be watching them for a long time. People have been watching them for a long yeah, time. They, yeah. There is that kind of Pulp Fiction kind of has been around. Right? I just think, I think he's going to become like Kubrick a few decades from now we're like nobody nobody's an asshole for liking Kubrick and and, and nobody's especially original for liking well, when Kubrick. they think of their favorite movies they think of his earlier work and not um, yeah. 
Yeah. And I Which, hate I hate the term where that's pe- Tom Cruise won later on. Django and Inglorious Bastards yeah. are way up there for people though. But yeah. I I hate when people the reviews I've seen there they watch and they're like, oh, it was too Tarantino. It's like that's not a fucking downside to me. <laughs> yeah, you well, know what like, you're saying. his job when you go yeah. to a Tarantino film? His his job is to make a Tarantino movie, right? It's I, like, too Tarantino-y. That'd be like if somebody was like, "I didn't like your movie because it's too much like you." <laughs> I'd be like, oh, "Oh, so you don't like me?" <laughs> Sorry, uh, that is what is going on with Kevin Smith too. By the way, yeah. like they just don't like Kevin Smith as a human being, and then he makes a movie, and they're like, "I still don't like you." <laughs> but I, I mean, out of the directing, what I think will win is The Revenant because yeah. of the technical. Too challenge. bad. Because because Room is a better directed movie. Yeah, it is. I, I Did you think guys it's a great like movie. the CGI in uh, in Revenant? Because I, well, I I'm of two minds. I don't the know. Bear. Like I like I look at the bear and I'm like, ah. didn't look that great. Looks okay. Didn't look that great. It's okay. I mean, you can't have a bear in a movie, so I can be like, exactly. okay, yeah. That's a bear. Well, I gotta suspend my disbelief, but the problem is, it's the only CGI animal in the whole movie. Okay, so Revenant bear versus Life of Pi tiger. Who wins? Uh, Life of Pi Tiger. Life of Pi <laughs> really? Tiger. I, I would say Bear. Although the thing, the, the Life of Pi Tiger was good because there wasn't as much camera motion. Yeah. As soon as you got a lot of camera motion, you got a CG track, all that shit. Uh, you're just, you're just really ruining your own effect. And yeah. Alejandro, we've talked about this. His next movie, he really ought to try something without quite so much tracking and, and setting. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I just, even in the simplest, like, uh, shot reverse shot action there the the camera's moving back forth back forth and i was starting to get like sick it's like you, do, yeah. you just put the camera on a tripod asshole like, what, what was what was motivating that camera movie? exactly it was unmotivated camera movement and, i don't and, mind camera movement when did it's this ever show an imax because i was thinking about if uh if i was watching it at a theater and it was an imax i probably would have barfed like it was just so much and to that point it should not win directing yeah. uh, mad max might get it george miller they might give it to george Miller. yeah, yeah. i think it's a possibility uh, absolutely deserves but it. But Room is a great, well, very well-directed movie. And The Big Short is a really well-directed movie. Yeah, Adam McKay, it especially. Mm. He's been done, only done comedies before, or mostly done comedies. Yeah. And this was a great... Very impressed. Yeah, very some impressive. new new techniques there. Interesting. Uh, Tom McCarthy can fuck himself. And <laughs> he, he's a new director. He hasn't <laughs> yeah. really made anything. That was spotlight. I didn't see any of these documentaries. I don't yeah, care. you can never find them. Film editing, I don't care. E- editing. <laughs> Star Wars was nominated for editing. Uh, That's a strange choice. I, know. I don't always know how to assess I know, how, well, how well edited a film is. I guess what Mad the Max other would be pretty. Was I think Box Max should have been nominated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the noms were Big Short, Mad Max, Revenant, Spotlight, Star Wars for film editing. I thought um, Big Short was edited well, but it's more directed like, well. What was yeah. one of the best edits in the film? It just gets the one. Can you point to the cut? Is it kind of surprising that Star Wars only made it into um, into so few categories? Well, so 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 are we? We're judging it based on its ability to get to the point. The ability to capture and execute the director's vision. Because to me, to me, good editing is the like one of the most powerful things. Good editing is invisible. What, like yeah, you nominate something that's invisible. Well, you say it should be invisible, and, and most of the time, that's I would agree with you, but. Kind of like sound mixing. Sometimes you don't want it to be invisible. Sometimes you're doing something flashy. That's right. And with editing, the most powerful, visible thing you can do is juxtapose two images. Yep. And so if you're doing something where you're like, oh my God, like the way they juxtapose those two images was incredible. But like that's, I can't think of times where that hmm. would have happened. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, of these, I think Mad Max would be my pick for editing. Oh, I would say so. Defi- um, definitely Mad Max. Just because, like we said before, I could follow everything, even though it was This hectic. is a movie I didn't love, but I... I, I know. I, I do think it should win a bunch of these. I want, I want it to win a bunch of things, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's not my favorite. It's not even, like, in my yeah. top ten That's of right. the year. That's right. That's <laughs> right. So let's wrap uh, up, I guess, right? Uh, yeah. Fair, yeah, all these other ones. Um, and then uh, I'll... F- 
I think that's it for the categories. Yeah. So um, I got other movies I watched. Yeah. Let's let's just t- talk about generally what. All right. Here we go. What we liked. Fifty Shades of Grey. You saw that? <laughs> yep. How was it? I think I saw enough reviews of it that I feel like I saw it, but I never sat down and watched it end to end. I don't think there's anything I can say about it that's original. But basically, this is for this is porn. I'm telling you, it is. It's porn. Porny housewives. For, it's porn for people who have never seen porn before. Yep. Oh, yeah. And they're like, we're gonna do some fucked up shit. And even just having up. said fucked makes you like, titillated. Yeah, it tur- <laughs> turns you on. Uh, there's a scene where he's like, "Are you ready?" Like. I want to take you someplace really dark and scary. And she's like, do it. Take me there. And he whips her lightly five times. And then she cries and she's like, I can't believe what a monster you are. I swear to God that happens. <laughs> yeah. For Christ. a movie that is supposedly about S and M, she gets spanked a little and then that's it. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's for, yeah. Housewives who haven't, <laughs> uh, it was fine. I'll watch more of them. The, the way I watched twilight. <laughs> um, uh, because I like, I like sitting in the theater with old women who were watching it with me. <laughs> Um, Kingsman, the secret service. Oh, uh, this was it. an amazing action movie, by was Ma- it really? by Matthew Vaughn. Oh, I have to see it. I uh, you do. It. You do. It's it, the director of, uh, lock, stock and two smoking barrels. He also directed uh, first, uh, X-Men first class and kick-ass. Oh, uh, this kick-ass, this is a great director. And, uh, and Kingsman, if you didn't know that you wanted to see Colin Firth, uh, kill 50 people in a room. In, I do want to see that. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> it's amazing. I want to see the King's speech kick-ass. Uh, f- Focus, which was Margot Robbie and Will Smith as con men. It was a very basic movie that was okay at times. Okay. Uh, at times. But it, I suppose it was sort of like their rehearsal for Suicide Squad. Oh, yeah, they're, both, yeah, yeah. they're both in Suicide Squad. Uh, it Follows, my fav- maybe one of my favorite horror movies of the past decade. Oh, I yeah. did see It Follows. I heard a lot of good things. I haven't. I, I want. It. Well, you should check it out because it's a. I want to rename it though to ST Demon because I think that's. Oh. A, <laughs> I think that's a better title. But the idea being that you uh, have a demon follow you that if it ever catches up to you, it will kill you. However, it can't because it just walks. So you could fly across the country and. 10 years from now, the demon will catch up to you and kill you. Yeah. Um, so if you just move every 10 years, you'll be fine. You know, however long it takes to walk across the country. Um, but if you have sex with somebody else, it will follow them. Uh-huh. But if they don't know it's following them, it might kill them. Yeah. So you kind of have to tell them it's following them and tell them to go fuck someone else. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's the plot folks. It's and it's, it's, it's an interesting, concept. it's pretty awesome. And, and it's, it's shot in such an original way. Um, I really recommend oh, it. I'd probably love it. Avengers Age of Ultron. Great film. You think so, do you? <laughs> I, I, I was fine. It was it was good, competent, <laughs> big budget action. I, I, I thought that it, you know, they were losing their abilities a little on this one. It, 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 there was a lot of Twitter drama around Joss Whedon with this whole thing. Ugh, yeah. Um, no, but uh, I don't know. I, like, what was the... It was perfectly fine. <clears throat> you, know, I, the, you know the robot man in it? The uh, Paul... James Spader? No, no, the... Um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Yeah, what the fuck? Is that a joke? No, okay. No, I'm it's not kidding. Okay. I don't. I forgot the. Uh, what's it called? Towards the end, he gets a cape. He's like, he used to be Jarvis. Oh, I don't fucking know. <laughs> I forgot. I can't believe I forgot. Yeah, I can't Paul Paul Bettany plays him. Paul Blart. Paul Blart plays him. Anyway, this movie, I, this movie this movie wasn't that great. I'm glad John liked it. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I didn't see it. Uh, I saw the first Avengers, and I don't give a shit. <laughs> Mad Max, we talked about yeah. San Andreas, man. Oh man! If if the Rock gets any bigger, he's not. It's it's not <laughs> going to explode. It's not going to be realistic that he gets into vehicles and stuff. He <laughs> <laughs> can't fit in them. But the movie itself was it's a, it terrible. You know, obvious. Well, I don't know. I don't know if I would say that. What? That's like saying Full House is terrible. I mean, yes, of course. But you then enjoy. Well, it's kind of like saying WWE is terrible. Of course it is. 
That's not the point. Wrestling's not real for him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> the, the misstep that the movie took, uh, by the way, great performances by Paul Giamatti in San Andreas, oh, yeah. where he plays the scientist who oh, knew what was, was coming. Actually, he was actually <laughs> so, he, so he's like, how to get everybody out of this town? Character actor Paul Giamatti. Uh, again, <laughs> another person I could probably just watch eat toast. Yeah. Well, he, uh, the, the, movie, the movie just didn't have the self-awareness to realize that it's about a natural disaster that's very likely to happen in the next 20 <laughs> years. So it was having fun with its premise while it's a little too serious. Yeah. So I remember as it was coming out, they started to have PSAs on the trailers. They were like, no, but seriously, donate. And um, we, c- oh. we can save these people. <laughs> uh, uh, Jurassic World. Let's spy, go to that. Emily. We saw it together. In we Melbourne. did. Oh, we I, did. I saw Spy. This movie got like a 90% on Rotten Tomatoes, and it's just Melissa McCarthy. Uh, Being uh, homely? crap yeah it is it is just people improvising she, at one another and i'm tired of it yeah she yeah. is a little homely and that's the joke is that mm-hmm. uh she's wow necklace. she's competent who would have even known she's so homely the hot guy falls in love with her who would have known but she's so homely right it, so and this is empowering yeah, there's an element of that she's also it, there's a lot of talking but not showing they're mm-hmm. amazed by what a great spy she is right. but then you see her and she's not even doing the basics of what yeah. one would need to do in that situation. So it, yeah, it was, it was not a good film. <laughs> I, I miss the Gilmore girl days where they didn't even comment on her weight or her appearance. She was just the character. They didn't even know she was Melissa McCarthy. I did get taken in by some Melissa McCarthy clickbait the other day oh. on Facebook. It was said, it said the real reason she got fired from Mike and Molly. And I went and it was a weight loss program. <laughs> the, implication being, the implication being that she lost so much weight. She was not uh, eligible for being on the show anymore. <laughs> oh. She's not super thin. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, she lost like 10 pounds. Like I need to lift 10 pounds. Um, all right. So, uh, Jurassic World, one of my least favorite of the year, to be honest with you. I, I, I'll be, I'll be honest. I had a little fun. I, it, it was, it was a bad movie. I it was a it. bad movie. But like, honestly, when the I just like, this is ridiculous that I'm yeah, if uh, I, I, I don't know, I don't know if I was in the wrong, I was in the right state of mind to watch it. I was but at was, like my no, parents' house. Was it worthy for the franchise? No. Can we say that? Like, was it, was it a good way to continue the story? No, no, no. no. Definitely not. But you know what? I saw a raptor go onto a T-Rex's back and they fought a giant mutant raptor T-Rex. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it. I, if you say so. <laughs> <laughs> but everything else was forgettable. And, and uh, what was what was his name? Chris uh, Pratt. Chris Pratt was way better in Guardians of the Galaxy. He was too much of like... A dude. He was like super perfect action man, and I'm going to fucking fuck these raptors in my, in, with my good looks, and I'm going to make this woman, I don't know, fall in love with me. So I'm just gonna run. I'm just gonna run through these inside yeah. out. We talked about Ted Two was. Um, I never. F- oh, it wasn't very good. I, I actually thought it was kind of funny, but I I do like. I saw Family Ted Girl. the original, but it didn't seem like there was more to say. There wasn't. It's a talking teddy bear. I get it. Yeah, yeah. but it it did make me laugh. I mean, it, and you know what made me laugh mostly was uh, Marky Mark because that stupid accent on him. He's like, my teddy bear, my teddy bear got semen all over my face. My teddy bear, <laughs> my, my teddy bear. I don't know. Every time he spoke, Nina and I were laughing. <laughs> Uh, the Death of Superman Lives, What Happened? This is a really awesome documentary. Yeah, I saw that. It was about, great. Um, I did like that. that. Really I good. It was very and I would like this to become a genre of film. Uh, the Me mo- too. Movies that didn't get made, the documentary. <laughs> yeah. well, movies that did get made, and then their story needs to be told. Fantastic right. Four, which I'm sure is on your list, 
Fantastic Four, why did that go so wrong? Well, there were two directors, and you can see the moment where the next director takes over. It's really That incredible. serves its own documentary. And, and that right there is a good example of bad editing. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, Ant Man. Um, I thought fun. it was. I thought it was fun and serviceable. You really liked it, Emily. You thought it was a real departure from the superhero genre. I didn't really, really like it. Oh, no, I, I liked I loved it. it. I, I, I'm not typically about to go out and watch a superhero film, and right. so when I saw that and enjoyed it, I was surprised right. at myself. So I did enjoy it. Now later, when I read about its goofs and about how how exactly does he have a tank as a keychain when it's going to have the same mass as an actual tank? Okay. Like it, I'm sure it had its problems, but well, in the I, that, theater, that's not that's not any reason to dislike a movie like that. I I, I just um I just thought it was okay. That's all. I I thought it was a, uh, you know, unfortunately, Guardians of the Galaxy has set a new standard. Yeah. Um. Unfortunately, <laughs> it, it, uh, I didn't see Ant Man though. Trainwreck um was was Amy Schumer improvising and approximating comedy. Uh, <laughs> the, the, the movie we Emily and I saw, I saw that one together too. It was really bad, except. John Cena. John Cena was incredible in it. John and, Cena and his butt. And he, yes, he's got, this, he's got this massive ass. Massive um, muscular butt. No, I tried watching it again after you put it up on Plex and uh, couldn't do it. I made it about 10 minutes. Not without me. Not even. Why, why cool. won't Hollywood get it together and put John Cena and The Rock in a big stupid movie? Oh, man. Where they can't fit into vehicles together. <laughs> um, uh, Fantastic Four is just absolutely incredible. Uh, if you do have friends to watch it with and a little alcohol, perhaps, um, what a what a film! <laughs> you wouldn't want to be in. No, he should though, because it would make us all laugh. Uh, Pixels. Uh, this is a movie that everybody hated. Adam Sandler. <laughs> you uh, kind of liked it. Though, cheap movie it? for some reason, guys. For <laughs> some reason, I didn't mind it. <laughs> it wasn't uh, as bad as I thought it was going to be, and uh, probably. The reason for that is because it wasn't really a typical Adam Sandler film. Right. He did his Adam Sandler character, her, his persona, maybe once. And everyone in the theater laughed when he did it. Right. So you realize that everybody here thinks that they're here for Adam Sandler and not for the plot, as it were. Josh, <laughs> Josh Gad is, all, is funny in everything he does, so he was really entertaining. Peter Dinklage went for something wild, <laughs> and, and that's entertaining. And then uh, Kevin James, of all people, showed one of the most restrained Kevin James performances I've ever seen. He did not Paul Blart it. He, he plays the president in the movie for some reason, <laughs> and he's just kind of normal. And it, man, it's, a, it's refreshing. It's like they all grew up together, yeah, and somehow like he becomes president. The cable guy is buddies with the president. It's that kind of movie. Um, straight out of Compton, uh, we didn't talk about it much, but it's it's really good. And uh, right. if if you if you can take a look, you really ought to because it's um it's put together great. The performances are outstanding. Paul Giamatti is yeah. all over oh, that thing. Shit. And um and and uh, Ice Cube's son actually does a great Ice Cube. <laughs> oh, right. so, I like that. Uh, I like he plays that too. Ice Cube. Now, um, is that is that nominated for anything? No, not, not really. a thing. No. Nothing. And, 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 because I kind of like a stunt casting where the person's son plays him. Mm. Uh, the only other time I've seen that, Walk the Line, where mm. Waylon Jennings' son plays him. Oh, wow. Oh, I didn't um, know that. There you go. But this is, this, this is solid. This is a solid movie. Uh, that director should do more. He, he, of course, directed Friday and lots of uh, Ice Cube movies in the past. But this one's actually really good. Uh, American Ultra, Max Landis wrote that one. Uh, Jesse Eisenberg and, um, and Kristen, uh, fuck, what's her name from, uh, Chris, uh, from Twilight Wig? there? No, oh, Chris Stewart. Stewart. Chris Stewart. K-Stew, right? K-Stew. J-Law, K-Stew, <laughs> fuck you. Um, yeah, it used to be that you had to be dating another celebrity to get that kind of thing. Right, right. No, yeah, I miss Benefer. Yourself. 
but uh, she actually, when you cast her as a vapid stoner, you cast the right person. <laughs> and, she um, plays to her strengths. And it, it, it is an unusual movie. Topher Grace plays the villain, by the way. It's an unusual movie. And uh, Man, I, I haven't seen Topher Grace in anything. Well, <laughs> he was in... Um, he, he was in the Matthew McConaughey, Christopher Nolan movie, Interstellar. He was like, a, oh, yeah, he was like a little yeah. walk on role, right? A weird peripheral character. Uh, we uh, The Search for General Sao. That was something I watched at home on Netflix. I, I, I liked it. It was, yeah, it was a I documentary about the origins of Chinese food. Fascinating. And it was, was it? it was, yeah, that sounds yeah, interesting. I recommend it. Uh, American Chinese food. Yeah. yeah uh, Lost Souls, which was about um, uh, on the topic of, of documentaries about movies that were never made. It was uh, uh, about how the island of Dr. Moreau became oh. the movie that it became. Oh, I need to see it. I keep and meaning to watch it. It's about how Val Kilmer is a maniac. Oh, that's awesome. And how Marlon Brando just wanted to sort of not be there. So he decided, unlike Heart of Darkness, you know, unlike Apocalypse Now, where he actually was a maniac on set, in this movie, he decides, I'm going to have some fun while I'm here. <laughs> and no, he, he basically makes him in, himself into the customer from hell. Like, it's, it's yeah. impossible to please him, and so he starts making these crazy demands. Well, yeah, but this tiny two-foot guy yeah. has to be my, my little He's pal. Like, I love this guy. And He's I have be to wear a pot on my head, and it's full of ice. <laughs> yes. Did yeah. you see the documentary? I haven't yet. No, oh, I, no, I, I saw that, the movie, and then I kept meaning to watch it. I haven't gotten around to it. Black Mass, we talked about uh, uh, the Martian. We talked about uh, Goosebumps. I saw Goosebumps. Oh, I did not. And uh, how was it? Because I, I get the impression it's not as bad as you would think it is. I don't think you could do any better. <laughs> it, is, it is exactly this what is you as would good do. As it gets people. Well, it's it's actually well, not exactly. How what is you would the do. like? Because there's going to be a supernatural <laughs> element to it. How is the CGI? Uh, it's not good, but the, the, not good. the, the, the movie okay, is, on a scale of uh, Jurassic Park to Jumanji. How bad is it? The movie has an incredible wit. Uh, I'll, I'll be honest. Whoever wrote it, yeah? is, whoever wrote it is a very funny person and knew what they were. They knew they were writing the Goosebumps movie <laughs> and they and they were a little annoyed with the project and decided to go crazy. <laughs> and it, it, and you can tell while you're watching it. It's really fun. It's very forgettable. But like for I'm going to get I'm going to recite one joke and try to make you laugh with it. There's a scene where. OK, so so the whole plot is that R.L. Stein, played by Jack Black, awesome. ha has all of the Goosebumps books, all the manuscripts in his mansion. And if they get out of the shelf, if they become unlocked, the characters from the Goosebumps books that you read as a child will become alive. Well, once that happens and they take over the town, the only hope is R.L. Stein to write another book where they all get trapped back inside the books. That's, that's the plot of the movie. That's pretty good. And there's a scene where they're like, we got to give R.L. Stein time. He's, he's a very fast writer. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and he's sitting down right, and he's just typing right, really me. fast. And he goes, uh, the night was dark. And then he stops and he goes, dark was the night. And he, <laughs> and he rips the paper out and starts over again. It's pretty funny. Uh, I don't think kids would really care for it that much because it's actually too weird. Yeah. Um, what about a kid who actually is into Goosebumps at the time? Because Andy is yeah, kind probably. of into Goosebumps and I've been reading it out loud to her at night and it's bad shit. It's bad. Like you've got man. some yeah. plots that are just, just yeah. terrible. Like all else is, are you afraid of the dark? 
Goosebumps, all that stuff from that era. Uh, Crimson Peak, the Guillermo del Toro movie with Tom uh, Hiddleston. Um, uh, yeah, that was a strange film, wasn't it? It had a really nice house in it. That's about it. Yeah, and it was it was not well acted. The plot was boring. It was bizarre. Yeah, <laughs> it, they decided to make like the, the whole last act is two women just beating the shit out of each other. Bizarre. <laughs> I usually like Guillermo, but yeah, he's he's been doing weird stuff lately. Guillermo is does not bat one hundred, and everybody needs to know that. Oh yeah, definitely. Does um, not. That that is that is important. Yeah, uh, the peanuts movie one of the best of the year oh i liked it the thing i liked best about it is that it didn't try to be anything more than it was they nailed it it. wasn't the garfield movie where it tried to be kind of hip and fun like if it was lame then it was lame on screen and and, and it's timeless where it was cute it was also cute on screen they like this it it was true to the source material the cg was just right the voices were just right. Good. They've they yes. took every classic Peanuts moment you've you could possibly think of and made one plot out of it. Oh. Really, really good. And 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 I right. and for kids. But do man. you think they're going to try and make a sequel out of it? Because I think they told yeah. their story, and I don't think there's more to glean there. But it made a lot of money. Probably. If the studio <laughs> will be as classy as the filmmakers were, they won't. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, who knows? They they could merchandise from here. You know that that would be the smarter move. But I, I'll say this: I was in a theater full of children, of course, and it's just me and Nina, two adults. And they had a bunch of like, you know, Ice Age 4s coming out. Had a lot of kids previews and the kids just weren't laughing. They weren't reacting. Oh, yeah. As soon as the Peanuts come on, there's Snoopy, there's Charlie Brown. They were all cracking up. Yeah. They, they really responded to, to Peanuts. And yeah. um, there's it's, something about... He's timeless, man. He did something with those, with those fucking cartoons oh, yeah. that... He unlocked the code, that guy. I think so. Um, so so basically, we're expecting a lot of direct to Netflix kind of movies, right? Because mm-hmm. I had an experience where I watched Airbud World Pup oh, last dear. night. Oh, dear. Which is oh, the soft no. one, but there's also a baseball one and a volleyball one and a puppies <laughs> one. And that was unfortunate. And so, uh, there is a time where you could take something that's pretty good mm. and like make Airbud. so many yeah. sequels. I wonder how many Airbuds are dead. <laughs> oh, that's oh, a Airbud. sad question. Oh, <laughs> oh. Yeah, they should be all buried. Yeah, they should all be buried in the same cemetery. Airbud Jr., 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 Jr. <laughs> um, the, I, I, the final part of the Hunger Games. Uh, ma- for, for a film franchise that actually was pretty good, I thought this thing really petered out into nothing. The, oh, yeah. the final Hunger Games. I didn't part. even see it. Well, it was it was part so... of that where they tried to make an extra movie where they did the uh, the Harry Potter and Twilight thing, yeah. where the last book is just one book, but it's stretched out over two yeah. movies. I only saw the extra. Yeah, I only saw part one, and it pissed me off because really? it was like it was also. half a movie. Oh, oh, that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought you meant like the very. First oh no, no, movies. the Mark Mockingjay. I, I got to the yeah. end, and it was literally half a movie, which is a bummer because it was a pretty good half a movie. Yes, and. and and then suddenly, <laughs> if you couldn't hear what Zach said, he said, it'd be like if two guys just stopped in the middle of a show and didn't eat macaroni and cheese, <laughs> I wonder uh, did which that. our fans got mad about. Uh, Krampus. There were like 16 Krampus movies this year. I'm talking about the one called Krampus. The yeah. one that was directed by the guy who did Trick or Treat, which is one of my favorite Halloween movies ever. Mm. Um, this was a pretty... I'm not aware of other ones, though. So oh, yeah. So that became a meme this year where... I think everybody Everyone discovered wanted to tell the story of Krampus. Everybody discovered this incredible mythology kind of at once. Yeah, yeah. I think because it was a meme. You know? Yeah, um, there was an episode of the League about Krampus, and it was kind of obscure at the time. And I think it brought. So it into I've the, known about that for a long time. What it, about Black Bart? Is that going to be next year's uh, Christmas thing? That's yeah. a good idea. So, yeah, but, but everyone but, do Black Bart. Krampus. Um, if, if you want, if you're looking I'll for a good, Black Bart. if you're looking for a good Christmas horror movie, 
Uh, you, you can't do a ton better than Krampus. It's, it's, it's a fun damn time. I, I, I'm kind of interested. This guy knows how to make a, a holiday horror movie, I'll tell you. Uh, Tr- Trick or Treat is, is, is his masterpiece, though. Uh, Concussion with Will Smith. Uh, I got a wife who's a, who's a neurologist and, uh, and knows about this, uh, the CTE stuff. I think that's what it's called. The she con- was able to add very interesting insight. We watched that together as we watched it. Um, but the movie itself was not very good. It was an HBO movie. It was yeah. a lot like Trumbo. That's you know, right. It's like, it's, but yeah. worse. It was a step down. From how, Trump. how was uh, Will Smith acting in that? The, be- the best uh, thing about it. Adequate. It really was. Yeah. Good I mean, it wasn't. Do you do you think it would be nominated worthy? Uh, so this ended up in our over some of those guys. This ended up in our Oscar nominations folder on Plex. And so what did they think it was going to be nominated for? Probably best, best actor only. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Will Smith was so good, but nothing about it was good. He's one of the examples of, hey, how come black actors didn't get nominated? Didn't you see that incredible Will Smith performance? And it, it's just not. It's he doesn't. It's not act, incredible. He does. He, he does an accent, and that's the big deal, I guess. Yeah. Um, kinda, I'm not that impressed accent. by that movie at all. And then uh, moving on to Ex Machina. Ex Machina. I love this movie. I uh, think it's again. It was like the. It's good. The tension, it, it, the cinematography is amazing with really minimalistic visuals, mm. which I really liked. I, I love it when, you know, you don't have to have huge landscapes. It was a modern, minimalistic set design, but it looked amazing. The CGI was was subtle and yep. beautiful. Starring the cast of The Force Awakens. Uh, starring the cast of The Force Awakens. Uh, Os- Oscar Isaac plays a mad scientist, and he he nails it. <laughs> it was directed by somebody of note. Now I can't remember. Oh, I don't um, remember. It was directed by Alex Garland, written and directed. And this is the guy who is mostly a writer. This is his directorial. Uh, so he, he, he wrote The Beach 28 Days Later. Um, and that's and Dread. Oh, Dread was great. Yeah. Dread was great. I really liked that movie. Uh, yeah. Um, I can I can see that, and it has that ginger kid who was serviceable. Um, he was in Brooklyn, and he was in Star Wars, and in uh, The Revenant, and in and, yeah, he was, he in, was in. He was like I said, I made that joke. He was in everything. Remember in two thousand four, <laughs> uh, uh, Jude Law was in everything, <laughs> and Chris Rock made a joke about it on the Oscars, and Sean Penn got pissed. Chris Rock is is hosting tonight. Yeah, he's gonna make that joke. He should make that joke. I hope so. And he should reference Sean Penn. Yeah, <laughs> he should be like, "Get out here, yeah, Sean Penn." It should be a betting pool, you know, I, like uh, jokes that Chris Rock is gonna make. Yeah. Uh, although this next year, <laughs> instead of talking about a streaming service, why don't we just make some bets? Although this will air after the Oscars, so we'll figure out if that, that well, was true. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, that's it, man. That's everything. And, and I'm sure Emily has a family that needs to get home because she that's sends them away when she does podcasts. I know. I could have a hell of an affair. I just have to kick out my family and be like, I'm about to host a podcast. <laughs> I'm going to podcast come home for dudes. two hours, maybe more when I come pick you up. I found the audio, Emily. <laughs> I found the audio. <laughs> It was hosted on iTunes. <laughs> iTunes. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, happy Oscars. We're going to get eat, eat some snacks. Happy and uh, Emily, you, are you going to watch tonight at least? Oh, I don't know. You loser. <laughs> oh. All right. All right. Thanks for Bye-bye, having me. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yourself. See, it's harder, to, it's harder actually to pick it up from the damn desk. Okay. You were looking, you were planning. Right, for... Take a beat and preset it. You can put the fucking thing down. You can put the folder down for a second to, well, to, to use both hands. Yeah, and take your legs off the I desk and a whole bunch of other stuff. It says you gotta keep it. You can take your legs down. Too. We can find <sighs> Okay, for Christ's sake, let's just take it one fucking line at a time.
instead of changing everything as we it's very difficult to even create what you're going to do when it's constant a barrage of change this change this do this do this no wait wait do it a different way do it a different way don't get me started okay so i'm just saying let's just you know it's impossible one actor's doing one thing another actor's doing another and I'm not. I'm, I'm not as. I'm not as brilliant as you. I can't uh, keep up with no, you. No, but we're being very efficient. We're being very efficient. Be patient with you. So you can. Let's rehearse. You're please. being impatient. No, I said patient. Let's rehearse. I couldn't understand you. No, it's not the first time. Fuck you! I'm just trying to fucking help you. Do you understand me? No, Johnny. I'm being a fucking collaborator. I'm just trying to help you figure out you're, you're, the fucking picture. Hey, bitch. I'm not here to be fucking yelled at. I worked on this fucking thing for three fucking years not to have some fucking cunt yell at me in front of the fucking crew when I'm trying to fucking help you, bitch. Figure it out yourself. Well, I have to figure it out. Yeah, fuck yourself. Good. Why don't you fuck, fuck your whole movie? For you. Why don't you fuck your whole movie? Because that's what you're doing. We better get some insurance against the director.